Warning. Warning. This show contains mature content. Listener discretion is advised. Are you ready to get your mind blown? New York City Puerto Rico decided to start a radio show. Determined to piss the world off by shoving a mirror in front of society's face. He kicked them in the balls. What are you? Who are you? This is the Crotch Shot Radio Show. Crotch Shot Radio Show. This is not a test. This is a broadcast transmission. We're going to stay on the air. And now, and now, the windy, the windy. Our radio show where we kick the issues in the balls. We are on an active war against bullshit. We would do anything and everything to expose bullshit. The ends sometimes justify the memes. So if you're angry and want the truth exposed, just strap in and prepare to be shocked. This is Smash Mouth Talk. If you can't accept that, then fuck off. I'm your host, Louis B. I take no bullshit from nobody. I actually expose the bullshit in society and chop it up into easy to digest chunks for you today won't be any different today we are going to be talking about white saviors are full of shit we're going to be talking about how a lot of whites like to use well leftist whites leftist whites like to invoke latinos or, or invoke people of color to try to push their fucking narrative to try to push any type of politics, any type of uh, social justice that they want to put, any type of socialist type Marxist bullshit, they try to use people of color, Latinos, or or you know, people of color, or other types of minorities as a reason to, they need saving. And is that racist? But first, uh, the reason why I bring this up is because of uh, the overturning of Roe v. Wade. And it's like, oh, well, it's going to harm people of color. It's And it's like, okay, um, you know, they always need that extra oomph, don't they? But anyways, just to, just to destroy that narrative of Roe v. Wade, I want to play this quick little video. And uh, yeah, enjoy. Janet Marana became friends with the real-life Jane Roe of Roe versus Wade 20 years ago. One fact that people get quite confused, but I think we have to set the record straight, is that Norma McCorvey never had an abortion. Uh, she had uh, two, three children altogether, the last being the Roe baby. Norma McCorvey was destitute and considering an abortion when attorneys persuaded her to enter the landmark case that established a woman's right to an abortion in the United States. And it was over a pizza lunch that they talked to her about, oh, we're going to help you, you know, we can help you get an abortion if you think you want. This, all women could have that, that thing. And she goes, well, I guess that sounds okay. And she signed on the dotted line. She was used by the... She never had a fucking abortion. She never had a fucking abortion. And in fact, her eldest daughters have come out uh, saying that uh, she would be appalled uh, that that they overturned her case. Uh, keep watching this video. The abortion industry and by Sarah Weddington and the people who had an agenda to make abortion legal in our country. Though Norma spent two decades firmly aligned with the abortion rights movement, in 1995 she found herself at odds with the abortion clinic in Dallas, where she counseled women. 
the abortion clinic uh, didn't like what she would say. She would ask them, are you sure you want to have an abortion? Have you considered adoption? Like she would like just pose natural questions to them. Deep inside of her, there was this yearning for truth. And I think that's what helped her uh, come out of the abortion industry and embrace the pro-life movement. Upon knowing God, I realized that my case, which legalized abortion on demand, was the biggest mistake of my life. Norma was baptized as a Christian in 1995. And as her friendship grew with Janet and other Catholics, she was confirmed in the Catholic faith in 1998. Whoops. Uh, biggest mistake in her life. She was used. She always grieved the millions of children that, that have died to abortion. But she also had concern for the women. And to embrace her and hug her and, and say, you're our friend, uh, meant a lot to Norma. I know it did. In 2005, Ms. McCorvey petitioned the Supreme Court to overturn Roe v. Wade, but the petition was denied. She was called uh, the Jane Roe. And when she became a Christian and a Catholic, uh, she believed truly that Roe was no more, that, that she died to that and was reborn in Christ. Reporting for Currents, I'm Conrad Aderer. So, as you can see, as you saw, the woman behind Roe versus Wade, Norma, was against abortion. She even started turning her back against abortion. So it's like, but now, now since they overturned Roe v. Wade, they want to be like, oh, it's going to help people. It's going to affect people of color. Uh, keep our fucking names out your goddamn mouth. I am getting tired of these white saviors, these pseudo-white saviors that want to infantilize people of color. Like, oh, they want to push all this bad shit. Like, I, I'm surprised if, if if it comes to the point where uh, the Supreme Court wants to overturn same-sex marriages, the white saviors would be like, it's going to affect gay people of color. Um, I mean, pick a struggle. I mean... Either, either it's racism or it's homophobia. Uh, pick a fucking struggle. All right, guys? I mean, goodness. <laughs> like, I, I mean, this this doesn't come off. This does not come off. <laughs> but um, it just uh, comes down to the point where it, it's like they always do that. Like, uh, you know, if it's a person of color that, that's a Trump supporter. Oh, you're going against your... You're, you're, uh, you vote against your own interests. You voting against your own, your own kind. You're a race traitor. You, I, I've been called a race traitor for being a, a Trump support. It, it's just, um, you know, it, it's, it's just, it fucking amazes me how, you know, I know I'm also broadcasting on Omegle, so I'll probably see if I can get someone's, uh, someone's take on this i had the sound of because they usually like to like they usually like to call me the n-word and shit and you know i gotta also be careful because motherfuckers like to jerk off on it anyways but it's like you can't make a, a, an effective argument so it's like what about the people of color you don't give a shit about the people of color if you gave a shit about the people of color you would make sure that we can defend ourselves against uh, the the violence that are in, that are in our communities. You would increase uh, funding to the police instead of defunding the police, which um, disproportionately uh, would affect uh, minority neighborhoods negatively. You would do something about redlining. You would do something about um, gentrification, which displaces people. Hell, they're gentrifying Puerto Rico. You hear jack shit about how white people are moving to Puerto Rico and they're, they're benefiting from tax breaks. They're benefiting from tax breaks and dis, uh, displacing native Puerto Ricans from their homes. They're, in fact, they're buying buildings and kicking Puerto Ricans out. You, yet you don't hear these white saviors talking about that, but you hear them talk about uh, keeping abortion legal. That's that's what they that's what they want to hear. They want they want to talk about keeping abortion legal. They don't want to talk about how 
they're allowing white people to benefit from tax breaks, moving to the island of Puerto Rico and displacing my people. But hey, let's talk about the poor, the poor blacks and Hispanics that will be affected by the 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 um the possible outlawing of abortion. Yeah, because they want us dead. I mean, that's how Planned Parenthood started. Planned Parenthood was a Nazi. Uh, Planned Parenthood was a Nazi eugenics program. Planned Parenthood was designed to kill minorities. It was designed to kill minorities. It was not made to help women. It was not about women's health. It was about killing minorities. That's really what it's about. But hey, let's not discuss that. It's about women's health. It's about protecting protecting minorities from having access to abortion. Yeah, because you want us dead. White liberals want minorities dead because then they could come in and buy up neighborhoods that we we live in for cheap. That's really what it is. It is really it they did not change. It was it did not change at all. It it never changed. It was always about racism. Now, let me uh, actually let me see what's going on with Omigo. If somebody wants to jump in and uh, oh, there's no one here. OK, but anyways, yeah, I mean, it was always about that. Oh, hey, we got this guy giving me the Roman salute like it's the funniest thing to do. He's so fucking clever. Anyways, uh, in fact, hold on. Let me let me uh, let's get him on. See if he wants to come on. Share screen, Chrome tab, and boop. Yep. And share. Hey, so how you doing? No, you don't got nothing to say. Okay. How you doing? I'm doing a live. This is so hard. <laughs> I'm doing a live podcast right now. So, what do you think about Roe v. Wade? About who? Roe v. to invoke whatever policies but they don't really give a shit about people of color they just like to use that as their supposed trump card which is fucking racist because it really does not make us be viewed as humans we're just a tool we they use us as a tool to go against the 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 right to go against Republicans. Hold on, I got this kid that he wants to say something. Uh, okay, you do, you, do you take it in the ass? Uh, no, but your mom does. So, anyways, uh, got him. Yeah, of course. That was that was the mental midget, uh, and of course he was a white kid. So you know that's uh, that's the um, that is the mental illness. Yeah, there he goes. Yeah. He's flexing. He's flexing his little baby muscles. I mean, it's not, it's it's uh, very easy to show off your muscles when you are skinny as fuck. You look like you just got out of Auschwitz. Uh, so, anyways, and if you don't understand that joke, you're stupid. So, anyways, I can't hear you, so uh, you can keep talking. So, um, anyways, we got it. It really just it. Honestly, it fucking irks me. Because going back, going back to what I was saying, as someone that that supports Trump, that voted for Trump, you vote against your own interests. I've been called a race traitor. I've been called the N word. I've been called a spick. I've been called every fucking ethnic slur by people from the left. And I've I've spoken about this ad nauseum in the past on on this podcast over and over and over and over again. If you guys want to call in though. That number is 347-927-6824. That number again is 
972-627-6824. If you guys want to call into the show, uh, we got um, uh, just talking about how uh, the left just, they, they don't acknowledge their racism. They never acknowledge their own racism. So anyways, hey, sweetheart, do you uh, would you like to call in? This The number is 347-927-6824. Okay, you don't want to call in. If you want to call in to discuss uh, how whites are racist, uh, in fact, tries to try to infantilize people of color. If you guys want to call in, the number is 347. In fact, hold on. Let me, this young lady wants, uh, it looks like she wants to talk. Got you up? No, no. Okay. She ran away. So anyways. They're like, oh, I'm st- you're streaming. You're running. <laughs> that was hilarious. That was hilarious. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Finally, something funny from Myanmar just happened. So anyways. Um. Yeah, I mean, again, if you guys want to call in, the number is 347-927-6824. And uh, we can discuss how, what, if you have something against white saviors. I am tired of the white saviors. Ah, we got this young lady on Omegle. Hey, you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to raise up your volume. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing great. I'm, okay. I'm talking about how white saviors try to infantilize people of color by using us uh, to to try to push a, push an agenda saying uh, like like case in point like abortion like they try to use people of color like oh it's gonna it's going to affect uh, uh, the lives of, of of blacks and Hispanics when Planned Parenthood was actually put into place as a Nazi eugenics program to kill blacks and Hispanics. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think they want more? You think uh, they want less white children? Like, does it really matter? Because hell, they'll always help their own. Yeah, they, they never, they never really want to help. Uh, and I'm talking about mostly. I'm talking about Democrats. Mm-hmm. But you know, because of course, it, when they don't talk, when when you don't think how they want you to think, all types of n words. Your all types of wet packs, your all types of beamers, and they'll, they'll they'll just be free with that. But uh, have you ever experienced racism from an unlikely place? Um, I wouldn't say so. I think as a minority, you would definitely hear other minorities being a little bit casual about stereotyping other minorities and shit like that like that's pretty much as far as it would go for me as far as like um like trying to use your color i mean i'm not going to assume what what race you are but um uh, some type some type of japanese i'm just kidding you look slavic um (laughs) anyways but uh it's um it really comes down to like, like they try to use for like political, for political reasons. What do you think? Yes, that is definitely a huge talking point for liberals and Democrats. But I would say not all of them are just speaking up for minorities. Just for that reason because they have a white savior complex they do speak up for all types of issues as well but there are a few people who definitely will use um minorities as a a way to push whatever um idea ideals that they may have yes i think definitely if we're talking recently abortion a lot of people have been mentioning that it will affect people in poverty and as well as people who are also part of minority groups and have less access to all stuff like that and then bringing that up i'm like that really when it comes to abortion it's 
all women. I don't think. I mean, obviously, rich people will have more access to everything, regardless of whatever. But um, mentioning minorities and race when it comes to something that affects a gender, not certain races of a gender, what is a little interesting to me. Like, when it comes to abortion, they, like, worry about poor people. Wouldn't it be easier to just try to lift up people out of poverty? Like, uh, like coming up with policies that, hey, maybe uh, don't kill jobs? Like, if, if people had access to, like, better-paying jobs, you think they, they would kill their babies? No, they'd be able to afford to, to raise their kids, and there will be more children. And, in fact, it would be better for a country to have a baby boom like look what's happening with japan japan's population is aging out they need to they they the last thing they need is is people aborting kids i mean i'm surprised they're not importing dick like hey you want you want a free ps5 bring your penis over you know that get me over i don't even have a dick damn PS5s. PS5. Get a PS5 or a Xbox? Oh my goodness. Man, I'll be like, uh, Ni hao. I mean, not Ni hao. Konnichiwa. <laughs> <laughs> probably, yeah, but, yeah. You know how many thirsty motherfuckers? You know, in fact, they'll probably win the, the basketball, the, the win the gold medal for basketball if they do that. Maybe. Basketball and baseball, because you'll get all, all of us be like, "All right, shit." Even though, even though they, even though they'll stop us at the at, at the airport, like, no, not you. We want it right, guys. Uh, oh lord! Actually, Japanese people, they love any kind of man. Oh, if you were just a slight, slightly look like you are foreign, they're up in your business asking you all kind of questions. They love that shit. Oh, well, Chinese people also hate Japanese people, and Japanese people hate Chinese people, so it's just, it's a lot. There's a lot of hatred over there. I went to this Chinese pharmacy, and they were following me around like, miss, everything is plexiglass. I can't steal nothing. Hurry up and buy. What am I supposed to do? I... So, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's just like, it just seems like instead of actually fixing, actually fixing a real, it, real issues, it's like they go for the most detrimental solution. Yes, there's a lot of misplaced um, aggression when it comes to all this kind of stuff, because there's so many issues that there need, that needs to be fixed. Um, I took, I, I'm a public health minor, so, like, this, like, encapsulates, like, everything that happens, like, huh? What? I'm 20. A minor? Yeah, uh, and, like, you know how you take, like, <laughs> But um, what? I was like, oh wow. Um, do people not know what minors are? Minor, a minor in college. That's our yeah. All right. So okay, you were saying I'm sorry. So there's like a lot of misplaced anger when it comes to these kind of issues because obviously they stem from a different, a, a bunch of different. Types of places such as obviously poverty, which we, we need to solve. We need to be able to find like a a resolution for for poverty, and same with hunger as well, and also accommodations for obviously homelessness and all that. And that all those issues also stem from a multitude of issues. It's just a shit ton of stuff that needs to be fixed all at once. And when other issues like abortion, 
arise. It also stems from a fuck ton of other issues that we haven't yet to solve. So people are just angry at the wrong stuff, at the wrong people, looking at, uh, like, I would say, like, when it comes to pay and poverty, people were angry at the wrong people. Obviously, corporations are obviously to to blame for not paying their employees or unionizing and allowing for that, uh, allowing for their employees to unionize. So people are just angry at anything because nothing is going right. So people are just angry at everybody and everyone. So... last year with GameStop. Mm-hmm. GameStop. Like if people start shorting, start uh, playing by their rules and start shorting their stocks, oh, they, they will they will start acting right immediately. Yes. I mean, you know, instead of worrying about crypto and NFTs, which some, somebody's still trying to sell me a goddamn NFT, like I, I don't need to see a a picture of your dad murdering your mom's boyfriend. That's not, that's not, I, I don't, how I'm going to buy that. Amen. Yeah, I don't care. Um, he probably deserved it, but um, it's, uh, you know, just play by their rules and, and, and stop buying their shit. Stop buying their shit. Start pushing for, um, in fact, when it comes to food prices, um, in fact, Adam Conover, he, he does the show called Adam Ruins Everything. I don't know if you've ever seen it. He actually made a great explanation on why food prices are so high. It's because of, of, of government, uh, government subsidies. Because everyone is so worried about growing corn and grain because they were going to make ethanol the new the new yeah. rule. Now you have all these people having Ha- uh, growing all this corn and, and grain, and it's like that's why the, those prices are so low. Yet, if you want to buy tomatoes, um, peppers, and other types of fruits and vegetables, that's why they're so expensive. I mean, you know, and it just comes down to here's an idea: buy from local, buy, but go go to go to farmers markets. Um, instead of having everything shipped by trucks, which uh, would affect the um, which affects the the price and because of the whole supply chains issues, use more trains. Mm-hmm. In fact, fix fix the nation's train tracks and start shipping everything by train, and it's a lot more energy efficient. Uh, reclaim landfills and burn the electricity for uh, for like uh, burn the burn the trash for electricity like they do in Singapore, which by doing that, they eliminated all their all their landfills. They just burn their trash, and it generates electricity. <laughs> that that will lower electricity, and uh, that can actually help us with our energy needs. I mean, th- this is like that, and turning on the Keystone Pipeline. You know, that and drilling oil uh, here, which will which will make us more en- energy independent again. Which would also lower the price of food, which will also help you know help people at help people get out of poverty. Yes, these all seem like very simple solutions. However, the rich folks they can't watch us win. So obviously, when it comes well, first of all, when it comes to drilling and pipelines and all that, people are against that, especially when it comes to how it's treating our earth right now because it's in pretty in a pretty shitty state. I mean, but that's the thing. It's like, what's the difference between us drilling here or us paying twice as much for somebody else to drill somewhere else on the very same planet? It's not like we're paying the Martians for their oil. I mean, I would understand, yeah, just drill the fuck out of Mars. I don't give a fuck what happens to Mars. Get their oil. We use it here. And okay, they're fucking up their planet, and we we keep, that I understand, but no, it's like okay, we're we're gonna be getting it from Venezuela, we're gonna get it from Russia, we're gonna get it from Saudi Arabia. It's still like it's still the same air, 
it's still the same yeah. water. Which is true, but also when we that's these those oil rich company uh, countries purposely meet with the president and try it's all about fucking politic games and they all are whispering in like the government's ear about how they would like it's just all fucking games so it's not really up to us whether or not we want them to like it would be smarter if we were energy like sufficient on our own but uh, when they have all these other countries whispering in their fucking ear being like we won't give you this and we won't we won't we'll not be as friendly towards you if you do this especially also it goes with the transportation when you were mentioning the train fixing the train system all those big car companies do not fuck with that and they always are whispering in politicians ears again it's the same thing as big tobacco back in the day as well as now making sure that all their products are not being ripped from the shelves and shit it's just all games if we if we push for that if we start pushing for that we start being uh proactive instead of wondering instead of uh having these like race battles which mean nothing in the end it's just, you know, it's just, it, it really just help, like, instead, we, we come together, we start, uh, you know, using, I mean, start using the free market capitalism. Because, I mean, honestly, as as much as they, they talk shit about capitalism, it is the best way for us to get out of, get out of the shit we're in. We were energy if, uh, um, independent under Trump, no one, no one was fucking with him. Like, I mean, yeah, say what you will about him, but you know, the Saudis were shook, Russia was shook. They weren't, they weren't trying to raise prices on us. He had uh, agreements with them, yeah. which is, is, is uh, well, they had agreements with him, which is very nice, um, and. When Biden came in, which is a whole nother sh- uh, shit storm, um, <laughs> but because he's a part of the Democratic Party and he also was at the time when he got elected, when he was voted in, he was not concrete on whether or not he was for the Green New Deal or not, because obviously he wanted more votes from liberals and then also he was just trying to reach a bigger audience for people to vote for him and when he got voted in obviously these oil energy energy countries do not want to fuck with a dude who's a part of or supporting a green new deal and basically saying that he doesn't he wants to minimize the amount of oil being used and all these fossil fuels being burned so of course they didn't like him Huh? Oil, oil is not a fossil. It, they're not made from fossils. Yeah, I didn't say that. I just said oil and all all kinds of uh, all kinds of energy that is not good for the atmosphere, I guess, including coal and all that. And that's what all the that's what everything is included in the green in the Green New Deal. They're just trying to find renewable energy. Which oil is not a part of that, and unfortunately, we don't have the technology yet to actually be uh, more efficient, energy efficient than coal or oil. And honestly, it's uh, to to move away from that will cost us more money in the end. As as you can see now, it's five. Five, up to five bucks a gallon on the wet on on the east coast on the west coast is like almost seven bucks, uh, eight bucks. I've seen. It's just going nuts. It's not. It's not helping us. I mean, at least here we could we can make we could uh, have uh, some type of regulations to like drill it more safely and 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 make sure it's uh, done cleaner. 
uh, push for cleaner burning um, engines that actually burn more, uh, burn it hotter. So that way what comes out of the exhaust is actual vapor and not un unburnt or unburnt fuel. Cause that's, that's when, 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 uh, when the exhaust comes out black, that's unburnt oil. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what, that's what makes it. That's what makes that makes it pollution. Makes it pollute. Pull out. Makes it. Oh, Dennis, why can't I talk to you? You're too hot. Um, no. <laughs> um, that's what makes it more of a pollutant. Is like it doesn't. It's not burning well. The muffler is not burning it correctly. It's not. It's it's what's supposed to be coming out of the exhaust is hot air. <laughs> Not not something like you know when when a tractor is like blown out, it's just not efficient. That's not that's the sign of a non, a not efficient motor. And honestly, we we had the technology to make cleaner burning motors that would uh, that that will actually make uh, the fuel last longer. Which is why you have these engines now that are more that are more gas efficient. Mm-hmm. But at the time, but I mean, the thing is, going to electric is a lot more detrimental to the environment. Yes, with the lithium, yeah, the lithium, the nickel. In fact, the nickel, um, they they it, it costs too much to even recycle. They don't even recycle it. They they you know what they do? They ship it off to to Africa, and that damages their environment. So you mean to tell me it's gonna we, it, we're okay with it being fucking up the fucking up the motherland, but just because because we can't drill oil here because it'll fuck up, fuck up our land here. Um, well, like the world is fucked up. It's like going to so. the house to poop on her rug because we don't want to clean up our toilet at home. The my my thing is I. I know the world is just fucked up, and honestly, there's not much for just ordinary little folks like us, just voters, because there's a, such thing as an electoral college, which, first of all, does not make any fucking sense anymore, because that was only put in because people were un- uneducated. The majority of people in, in America were uneducated, so they didn't trust their vote. And for them to be able to read the ballot. But now that's changed. So it's outdated in that way. And if that was the case, then certain states with less people would have no say in the election. Because we would, it would just be ruled by uh, New York and California. Those are the two states that would be deciding the elections and everyone else be damned. And that's not fair. Everyone deserves a say. This is why we we are a representative government, a republic, not a not a full democracy. Because everyone has to, everyone needs a say. Everyone needs, you know, it has to be a fair say. Because if it's just mob rule, the will of the the will, uh, you know, you'll have a certain amount of population saying what what uh, other people can do. Which is why why it's great that now we have certain things that are states' rights. Okay? You don't like the laws here? Then go to this state. You don't like the rules? If you like the rules there, you stay there. It's it's not all uniform because people have different needs everywhere. People, everybody does deserve a say, which is also an issue because uh, we aren't exactly giving everyone a say because people who are incarcerated also lose their right to vote, which they are still a part of this country. Unfortunately, they are incarcerated, so they're not free in our country, but they still are American citizens. And if they are, they, they lose their basic human right, basically, their American right, as an American citizen, to have a say within our vote and participate in the popular vote. Um, and fuck, I was going to say something else. You mentioned another thing. God damn. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
<laughs> God damn, I forgot. Yeah, I mean, I mean, my, my thing is if you, you're if you're incarcerated, then you shut out of luck. Because I mean, I don't think if you've murdered people, I think uh, especially if you murdered, raped, um, caused harm in any way, I don't think. Um, I don't, you know, there's certain things you you just should lose. I mean, soldiers soldiers they lose some of their rights when they join the, the military, when they're serving in the military, they lose some of their rights. But that's voluntary. Yeah. But uh, but the thing, but honestly, you would I could I could argue that it's voluntary to go to jail. I mean, they shouldn't. Yes, for jail. some for some crimes, yes. If it's violent crimes, I do understand if people don't want them to be able to participate in that kind of thing. But also our prison system is in writing it is supposed to be for like reforming and reconciliation of these people who turn to committing these kind of crimes. And that's not what our prison system is doing, clearly, because when people go to prison once, it is very common for them to end up going back again for some other crime or something similar because prison isn't really helping them change their mindset and their ways it's not it's not like actually helping people to like improve their lives it's just a punishment and that's it um and they should be able to give them certain things for them to work on themselves and improve their lives and as well as the lives of the people around them, obviously, especially if it's a violent crime um, and taking away their, all their rights, especially a right to vote and simple things like that. It makes them feel like they're not human anymore. And obviously they wouldn't want, obviously they are less eager to be civilized when they come back into society and stuff like that. Yeah, that, that's that's one thing. Get rid of for-profit prisons. Um, you know, it unless a law violates the three natural laws: do uh, uh, do no harm, do not defraud, and don't steal. Um, if if you're just smoking smoking some crack, you want to lose your teeth, have fun. Just don't don't steal from an old lady. Don't knock over a, a convenience store. To get your fix, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, end the drug war immediately. I mean, that's yeah, actually help a lot. I mean, hell, in New York, they just they just legalized marijuana, <laughs> and uh, so far, it's the most annoying thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm like, all right, have fun, but it's like, do we really need a weed truck every fucking block? It's like you're six feet away from a goddamn church. <laughs> can you, can we, can we, can we like have some like? I mean, shit, smoke up. Like, my fuck Jesus might talk to Jesus a little bit clearer. You never know. I guess that's their mentality. Whatever. You know, today I was uh, I was walking up the avenue and I just saw these two guys just having an argument. Like you didn't sell enough. Like damn. Like, I mean, goddamn! Like, 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 can you like at least settle it like you guys used to? Like, have like just shoot each other, just throw his body in the river, so that way I could get some sleep. I mean, do it more quietly. <laughs> like, at least it's now your business now. Yeah, I, no. <laughs> exactly. I mean, but um. But yeah, I mean, you know, if it's going, you know, just, just, unless it's like that, but I mean, but back to, back to the, the abortion thing, make stricter rape laws, make stricter rape yeah. laws, and instead of like defunding the police, give them money to test all these untested rape kits, 
there is such a, in many in many municipalities there's such a huge backlog on on rape kits that have not been tested because they don't have the money to test them. Imagine how many scumbags are walking around because they they haven't been caught yet. That's well, okay. I do agree that they do need to find some sort of way to actually test actually test these rape kits about damn fucking time instead of having it run in the back of their fucking departments. But also, um, when it comes to defunding the police, I'm not, I'm not for just getting rid of the police department as a whole, but I am, I understand spreading it out and spreading out the rules better. So they're not overwhelmed with all the stuff that they have to handle when it comes to they, they can have certain departments that specialize in rape cases, violent crimes, and other ones. So all of them have different kind of training levels, and they deal with different things. So they're not all overwhelmed with all this shit that they have to do. In fact, in New York, they actually got rid of the special crimes unit, which was actually instrumental in lowering uh, the, the murder rate in New York. But because um, they were like, Oh well, it's it, they're they're going. It's disrep- They're arresting disproportionately uh, too many minorities. I'm like, okay, but who's committing the crime? I mean, even I'm gonna say, say it. like today, just now, I went to Dwayne Reed, and I saw this brother just steal. Like he went with a whole a bag, and he was stuffing it full of nuts. And I'm like, and and there was nothing nothing anyone can do because you can't legally. Like, uh, you know, take the take it back. They just had to let them walk out the door. Well, it's mostly minorities being disproportionately arrested because they are heavily monitored. I live in a city that neighbors to. I'm I'm in a city neighboring to Detroit, so I I go to Detroit all the time. And I know that they're disproportionately monitored compared to where I actually live. And they were where it's majority white, like 98% white. And I see these motherfuckers doing all kinds of fucked up shit. None of them get arrested for shit except DUIs. That's it. That's the only kind of arrest that I, I've seen happen in my town. Meanwhile, Detroit gets so much other shit more like they they do the same shit that we do over here when it's 98% white and you don't see the same type of arrests in the same uh, in the same amount I mean I, you know the, the ones that actually steal the most when I actually did secu- like uh, retail security which is the suckiest security to do because everyone wants to fight you are are the elderly white ladies? Them bitches steal the most. You damn right. They, they steal the most, and they will they will try to stab you. They're trying to get those shits at any cost. It's like it's like they're ninety nine cent slippers. You don't got a dollar on you. They no. <laughs> they want that shit for free ninety nine. Then I'm the asshole. I gotta wrestle you to the ground. I mean, it's like, yeah, I'm an equal opportunity ass whooper. But um, <laughs> I mean, shit. Yeah, I don't, but um, it's just it actually reminds me. I'm like, uh, there was this uh, when I used to live in Manhattan. There was I used to get take tai chi lessons from this guy in the park. And I would, you know, I would throw him 20 bucks, you know, just teach me. And I was getting kind of loose. And so one guy comes up to me. He's like, why are you paying him? I'm like, he's teaching me Tai Chi. That's, that's Master Ping. He's, like, mm-hmm. he's not Asian. He's a white guy high on meth. I was like, I mean, okay. that's a hustle for real. Well, I didn't know. I was just giving him 20 bucks just to give him 20 bucks. He, he, yeah. Just yeah, oh well. <laughs> I gotta work on that joke. 
that, one day that joke will be funny. <laughs> Anyways, so what's your name? I'm sorry, I didn't get your name. I'm Hannah. Hannah. I'm Louie. In fact, you you were you were actually live on my podcast. Oh, really? Yes. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hello. And do not hit on her. I don't need no nasty comments underneath this video because I will delete it because I don't need <laughs> Only I say the nasty comments to our female guests. No, I'm just kidding. So <laughs> I don't feel like getting slapped today. I I just I just look I look myself in the mirror. I'm like, do you want to get slapped today? And it's always no. So that's why I don't do cat calling. And I just keep my mouth shut and I keep my eyes Good. on the ground because I just, if I stare at somebody's, uh, you know, body too long, I might get slapped. And I don't feel like that. I don't feel like having... Better to be safe than sorry, man. (laughs) Why you got your head... I'm praying. Yes. Anyways, Hannah, thank you. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I'd like to thank everyone for listening to today's show as always check out the sh- uh, uh ah, feel free and help support the show by shopping on amazon go to amazon.com slash um oh tinyurl.com slash louis b and also check out the website crotchoutradio.xyz that's crotchoutradio.xyz and as always from my house to your house mahalo and uh, that's the end of my show donk Keep it all right, it's the love to me Keep it all right, I'm not the place